dance, for example, is something that in Colombia you can live with because we grow up dancing, especially in the part of Colombia that I grew up, that is the coast. Mm -hmm. We are very used to dance, to live the music. Welcome to another episode of A Voice Podcast. And today we have an amazing guest in Natalie Ortiz, uh, who is from Colombia. And we are continuing the episodes uh, where we dedicate uh, to a specific uh, international student coming from everywhere around the world. And today, uh, our guest is from Medellin, Colombia. Correct. Correct. So which program were you in, Natalie? I did the digital marketing communication program. Yeah, and uh, how do you feel after completing the first year of digital marketing here in Canada? I think this program gave me a lot of opportunities. I learned a lot. It was a practical program, so everything that we were doing was really made in practice in real business. Mm -hmm. And right now I have the opportunity to work with a marketing agency here in Kingston, and I think that it won't be possible if I wouldn't make the course before. Amazing. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about what were you doing uh, previously in Colombia? What did you learn and where did you work? Yeah, sure. And my bachelor is in marketing. But when I finished my bachelor, I started working for a US company doing order management. And I spent almost five years doing that. And in one point, I decided that I want to have a different point of view in my career. So I decided to come to Canada three years ago. I started planning that in 2021 and now I'm here. And uh, how would you say that uh, now that you have been for almost one year in Canada, how do you find the Canadian experience? And today, it's, today we are recording this is St. Patrick's, so may the luck be with you. Uh, how do you find Canada so far? I think Canada it's an amazing country in so many ways. Uh, mm -hmm. The education was really good. I really like, I did a certificate um, and it was really good. It was practical. I really love it. The culture, uh, it's very different to mine, but um, I think in general, Canada has a lot of things to offer for international students and for people that is coming here. Apart from the weather, that is a very complicated <laughs> thing. Uh, I can say that Canada is an amazing country to live. So what are, like you say, there are changes, like uh, which change for you? What uh, pretty much changed for you from back home to Canada? I think the biggest change for me, one is the weather, because uh, I live in a tropical country, so the weather in my country is normally good. Uh, the second one, I will say the food is something that maybe, maybe yeah. it's complicated sometimes to feel that flavor that I have back home. And my routine in general changed a lot because I came here as an international student. I stopped studying for five years, so it was very hard for me to start from scratch again in a new country and with a new language because I my bachelor was in Spanish and this was a huge challenge for me to do a program in full in English. And my routine was really hard because uh, the program is very intensive. So we were really 
starting the whole week and even on weekends. And I was also working part time. So I think my routine was very hard last year, but I think I wouldn't change anything from that. And uh, speaking of flavors, what are the flavors you're missing from that? I, I can say everything. <laughs> like, I don't know. Colombia is a country that is have like a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, and all of them are fresh. And sometimes I feel that have that here is almost yeah. impossible. So I really miss that. I really miss like the fresh taste of the things because even that you can buy organic here, you cannot feel the same when you eat it. I do agree. I do agree. And uh, speaking, I'm going to go more deeper into this because what kind of fresh food would you love if you could bring from Colombia, would you bring to Canada? I think the first thing that I will bring, it will be a mango. I <laughs> love mango so much. And I haven't found one here in Canada that tastes similar. Um, the second one is avocados. Yeah, I know we can find avocados here, mm -hmm. but they are not the same. Like Colombians are bigger, are fresh. I don't know. The flavor is completely different. I also love like so many food in Colombia. So like empanadas that I cannot find, especially here in Kingston, it's very difficult to find Latin food uh, apart from Mexican. Uh, but like Colombian food here is really difficult. So mm. I miss almost everything because I can have it here. Ah. Well, I'm sure with uh, more, you have inspired a lot of people right now into bringing uh, Colombian food with those very lovely eyes. <laughs> so so which food would you, what are the three dishes that I should absolutely taste if I go to Colombia? Okay, I will say it in my perspective, I really love seafood and I really love meat and steak so bandeja paisa that bandeja is from paisa. medellin and it has like many type of beans especially chicharron that chicharron. is something from the pork that is amazing <laughs> what is chicharron uh, chicharron translation. is uh is pork mm -hmm. but it's like fried pork from one side of the pork don't ask me why which one exactly but <laughs> it's something fried from the pork the second one i will say cazuela de mariscos because I love wow. seafood, and that is like a soup with all the seafood, like famous, like fish, shrimp, um, lobster. They have a lot of things inside, and it's amazing. Can um, you repeat the name? Like, you know, it, it sounded so beautiful. Like, I was transported to Colombia. It's, the name is Cazuela de Mariscos. Amazing. Cazuela amazing. de Mariscos. Wow. That sounds so majestic. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the third one? The third one, maybe not a huge dish, but the, in Colombia is very typical, the empanadas. So in Latin America in general, empanadas are famous. So mm -hmm. we have different types of empanadas in all Latin America, like Argentina have ones, Colombia have ones, Peru. But the ones in Colombia, I think they are the best. They, so that dish, I will also bring here. So, so what makes the Colombian empanadas different from other empanadas? So the Colombian one is made with corn flour. And inside, the we have two types, one that is very small. And that one is uh, just potatoes and that's it. And it's fried. 
And the second one, it can have meat. Normally, it's like ground beef with potatoes. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. Yeah. Especially that we ate that with something called ají, that is like a sauce. And it's amazing. Like, the meats of those flavors are paradise for me. Well, you know, I have known you for a very, very long time, Natalie. I guess our friendship goes back before we come to Canada also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, one thing which I certainly know about you is your love for food. Uh, and uh, I think there's no one in Kingston who can express that love for food like you do. So I think like you, you've made all our students here like wanting to taste uh, Colombian gastronomy. And uh, more about uh, traveling. Food is a way to travel. And speaking of traveling, Colombia, particularly Medellin, that's how you pronounce it. Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. Yeah. And tell us about your beautiful city. Okay. First, I have to clarify. Like, I was born in Medellin, but I grew up in the coast of Colombia. Mm-hmm. So that's why also the meats, like, I have that fresh seafood, mm-hmm. but I also live, like, in Medellin for many years. Medellin, for me, is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I have the opportunity to travel sometime. Mm-hmm. And Medellin, it's a valley surrounded by mountains. And you can see those mountains all over Medellin, wherever you are. It's a city that, if you don't know, has a lot of problems before that was not the safest place in the world mm-hmm. in like 30 years ago. And now it's been, it has a huge transformation. So it's been a tourist place. Uh, one of the most dangerous neighborhood like 30 years ago, it's yeah. now one of the most tourist place in Colombia because now it has graffitis. Uh, they create a lot of different things there that make that place like perfect to visit, know the mm-hmm. city, like know the story, because I think that we cannot lie about what we have before. And the sad part of the story in Colombia, it's also what made Colombia an amazing country right now, I think. So Medellin also, it's in a it's in Antioquia, so around Medellin, there yeah. are so many towns that are amazing to visit. Yeah. That I really invite all of you, if you can, yeah. to go to Medellin. It's amazing. And uh, can you explain a bit more to the younger audience who probably don't know about the history how of Colombia, uh, particularly Medellin, uh, from you know the dark times to how it became now a great tourist attraction because you showed me beautiful pictures of you know the murals, the paintings, the valley. It's fantastic. It's like you can sense the nature and also how the people are very vibrant with all the colors. So can you explain to us that rich history, which is very great, I think very unique. Yeah, I. The reality is like 30 years ago, Colombia was one of the most dangerous places in the world to live. Uh, the drugs and it was a huge part of the story. And from 30 years to now, the country by itself started making a huge transformation. And like the dangers, it's not the same. Like the mm-hmm. crime rate in Colombia, it's very low now mm-hmm. in comparison with I don't know, the 90s. I will even say fun fact, uh, United States crime rate is higher right now. than Colombia. Yeah. So, so it's like 
sometimes it's very difficult because there is a lot of people that still relate that past with what is Colombia mm -hmm. now. But I think Colombia, apart from the beauty, the majestic places that you can visit there, mm -hmm. it also, it's been getting famous for very good things like sports, singers that are making global right now. And I think that also helps a lot to the improvement of my country that people now recognize us for, I don't know, Carol G, J Balvin, mm -hmm. or very uh, good Maluma. Ones. Maluma. Yeah. Um, James Rodriguez in soccer. Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Falcao. So, yeah, I think that also helps a lot that people have another scene of what is Colombia right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, what would you say, like, uh, how can people, like, distinguish, like, someone from Colombia in the crowd, you know, from anyone? What are the traits that make Colombian people unique? I think the first thing... I don't know if you know this, but like years ago, I cannot tell you exactly when, mm -hmm. but years ago, Colombia won uh, the prize for being the most happiest country in the world. Oh, yeah? And yeah, that it was like <laughs> three, five years ago. I don't remember the day, but it was some years ago. Yeah. And I think that's something that would be one of the main characteristics about someone from Colombia. Like, we are very welcoming. We are very, like, we have that vibe mm -hmm. of energy, like, We grow up with music, we grow up with colors, we grow mm -hmm. up like living the life and being, you can work a lot, but you can also enjoy the small things. And I think in Colombia, you learn that from when you are a little kid. So I think our personality will be the first thing that people can yeah. take because we are like, we vibe with yeah. everything and we vibe with our culture, but we also vibe with other cultures so i think that's amazing and uh speaking of vibing how how did like uh su such happy vibes like you say vibe into canada <laughs> okay this is a hard one um reality is like here in kingston this is a medium city mm -hmm. um the culture here is completely different to mine and that's one mm -hmm. reality i It's, I will say it, it's an opposite culture. Mm -hmm. Like, we are very talkative, we are very welcoming, and Canadians are very welcoming, but the culture is more close. In my culture, we are mm -hmm. more that giving without problem. We are welcoming everyone. Of course. But here, I think people is more close mm -hmm. to their family, to their friends. And one thing that I really believe is like, have connections here, can be more difficult than maybe in my country. It's hard to do it. You know, like, you know, that intensity that we usually have in yeah. our culture, I think we use it to the very best when we come to Canada. Yeah. You know, we're like, okay, we're used to intensity. It's good also to have a bit more calmer energy. So I, I take it on that wavelength, you know, like how people are more polite but reserved here. And I kind of adapt to it. But yeah, it's one of those things which I would love people. Maybe it's the lack of summer, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like yeah. the weather here also mm -hmm. made that everything is more close. People yeah. prefer to stay at home. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, most of the people that... Uh, I, I live with three Canadians and them, for example, they don't go out a lot um, in winter mm -hmm. because it's hard. Like yeah. it's not. it's not just that it's cold. 
it's cold until the bones. It's so yeah. hard sometimes. It's very hard, yeah. but in my case, for example, I mm -hmm. remember that that was the main thing when I came here, that I realized that I have to go out, that even if I was cold, mm -hmm. I need to see people because it can be sad. And that's one reality. The weather can make you sad because you don't see light every day. So it's you just yeah. get used to that, but it's something that is hard sometimes. Uh, how was your first winter, by the way? Like, how would you say it is like okay so when i start my uh, when the winter start mm -hmm. i also start my internship so it was a oh. hybrid weight and i have to go to the office sometimes and i don't have a car so i have to wait for the bus many times and i have to wait like 10 15 minutes in the cold mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna lie more it happens to me that i was like why i'm here suffering this cold but I really believe this winter was not that bad. Um, like all the Canadians that I know say, it was a chill winter. Yeah. But uh, for me, the hard part, it was the light. Because I'm used to the sun every day. It's really hard because here, in our case, mm -hmm. we need to take vitamins. Because we are used to the sun that we don't need an extra help. But here... The light gets over at 4 p.m. So it's that part for me was the hardest part of the winter. That the light was 4 p.m. and the sun was coming 8 a.m. So yeah, it's it's quite a tough winter as well. Yeah. Even for me, I can relate. I was going my internship was the same time as you. Well we're, we're from the same class and going every day, taking two bus. You yeah. know, it's like you, you try to find the positive things, but it was her. Some days are less good than others. That's completely true. <laughs> That's just to say. And uh, a few minutes ago, coming back, let's bring more sunshine, you know? <laughs> and uh, you you mentioned Carol J, J Balvin, Maluma. Tell us a bit about that passion for music in your country. Okay, I think. Dance, for example, is something that in Colombia you can live with because we grow up dancing, especially in the part of Colombia that I grew up, that is the coast. Mm -hmm. We are very used to dance, to live the music. Uh, live music is very common in Colombia. In mm -hmm. general, Like there is a lot of restaurants, bars that will have live music mm -hmm. every weekend because it's, it's a culture thing. Mm -hmm. I think the music is a huge part of what we are. We have so many types of music that are famous in Colombia. And we, in my case, for example, I woke up every day with music. And I need to have that during my day. I need to enjoy the yeah. music and have that vibe. I normally just listen to Spanish music. That's another yeah. thing. And, and tell us, like, what, what other music you put in the morning? Which one should we listen to right now? I'm going to be completely honest. My playlist is a rocola, like we say in Colombia. So it can be from reggaeton to vallenato. Uh, it can mm -hmm. be bachata. It can be salsa. I have all type of music in Spanish, and I love it. Mm -hmm. I love that you can have so many vibes. Yeah. Even with one song, you mm -hmm. can have that happy vibe, and in one moment it gets a little bit down, and it's more mm -hmm. like dancing. But... Yeah, I can listen like all of them in the morning when I wake up. And uh, which is your the songs which you're listening to right now? Some artists or some tracks? 
Okay, Which right now, uh, Carol G mm -hmm. launched her last album two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I have like four of the album yeah. and playlists every day. They have to be there. So it's like, love it. Yeah. Everywhere at the gym. At the, yeah. yeah. It's like my songs. Right now, there are four from Carol G of the album that I like. It has to be like when it's I put like shuffle in my music. Sometimes I just go back and it's like, no, the album. And I <laughs> just played all the album songs. Yeah, yeah. So some music are just so addictive. Right? Yeah. You just play, 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 play. Recently, I listened to a track from my country. Uh, like I just played it like 20 times. I'm like, am I crazy? <laughs> Why am I? But you know, the, the, I, I miss the vibe from home. You know, like, yeah. you know, I'm like, I need to dance. And... The, the happy, that happy yeah, vibe. The that... tropical beat, you know, which you don't find. Like, uh, you you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everything like that in the song. So, yeah. Oh, you mentioned like a very beautiful picture of Colombia coming here. And how did you feel when you arrived here in April last year? The first two weeks, how was it for you? Mm, when I arrived, First, I thought it was going to be warm already. So that was my first shock. That actually, I went out with you. Yeah. And we were freezing. On <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the first things that it shocked me out because it was like, I in my mind, mm -hmm. I was completely sure that I came in summer. But I arrived and I was, it was yeah. very breezing, like very hard. So I think that was the first one. Second, I love Kingston, to be completely honest. Um, apart from what people can think, for me, Kingston, it's beautiful. It's like uh, the waterfront is amazing. I so um, I've been living my 20s like in different countries. I've been enjoying a lot. So for me, Kingston has everything that I would like at this point of my life. And I think it's amazing. It's beautiful. You can go to the waterfront and walk like okay. hours as you want. Uh, you can really there is a lot of things happening from May until November <laughs> um, so the vibe of the city it's since we have the university the college here yeah. it's a lot of students so the vibe it's also really nice especially in summer because everyone is going out and yeah, people really enjoy that as, especially at you know at the harbor waterfront yeah you see a lot of waterfront till downtown on princess street and it's amazing it's, it's very beautiful during yeah. summer summer is great uh, yeah oof, when is summer coming yeah. you know like, it's <laughs> april right it, it's no it's it's march it's march yeah almost but it's almost there it's almost there almost. spring is coming Little. so it's yeah. we are close and uh, just in part of this, you said like you traveled in your 20s. So you're still in your 20s. <laughs> I'm in my last 20s. So it's so it's more close to 30 than 20 right now. So tell me a bit more about your travel adventures. Like how was your early 20s? Okay, so yeah. when I was 20, mm -hmm. uh, I moved to Malta. That is an island on the south of Italy, in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing. I went there for eight months to learn English. And after that, uh, I spent one, I went back to my country because I was still in my bachelor. And I did my internship in Miami, in US. Ooh, la, la. So I lived in Miami for a year. I did my internship. And after that, I was working uh, 
I'm traveling sometimes, so I have the opportunity to go to Mexico, to go to US, to some places. Uh, when I live in Malta, I have the opportunity to travel around Europe. And it's been amazing. Like I, yeah. I cannot complain of what I've been living these past years. And uh, would you say, like, uh, is there something that you've learned during all those travels or things you've seen during your adventures uh, that you would bring to Kingston? I think the most learning experience of all the traveling is the idea of leave your comfort zone. When you have the opportunity to move when you are young, you have also the opportunity to see the world with other eyes. So I feel and I really believe that after I start moving, I start feeling like more kind with the people because I start feeling all the ways. It was not just my country. Like there is people that suffer in different ways. And you can learn that with you go to cultures that are different to you. Um, the traveling also, for me, to be honest, it's also a lot of food because I need to eat <laughs> so much. So I love trying new food. Yeah. And for me, that's one of the main things. So when I came here, I remember that try the poutine. Oh, yeah. Oh, when, when was our first poutine? Is Mine it, was very bad poutine. Yeah, and it was with me. No. Yeah. It was at... Yeah. This was not my first poutine, I lied. Yeah, that was my first one, and mm -hmm. I'm sorry for all the Canadians that can watch this. That one was horrible, <laughs> but... We will just cut the name of a beer company that was mentioned, because we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we won't mention. Beep, beep, a lot of beeps. Yeah. Um. What were you saying? Yeah, so you tried poutine for the first time. So I tried poutine for the first time. It was not the best. But um, with the with some time later, I try at least three, four times more, and yeah. I also went to a poutine festival. Oh my god, poutine festival! You remember? Oh yeah. my, oof. And there, I <laughs> really try a good one. We were gorditos there, yeah. and it was so good. And but yeah, it's like that's one thing that I learned from mm -hmm. all my traveling. Is like you cannot give a country, a city, a person just for the first impression. And mm -hmm. just with food, you can relate that. Not always when you try the first time something, it's going to be good. But you also learn that part when you travel and you live outside that sometimes it can be better. It mm -hmm. can get better with time. For me, when I arrived here, it was, I cannot lie, it was a shock because the weather, <laughs> more mm -hmm. or less, because I was not expecting. But I really like it since I arrived. I came here with the idea of grow as a professional in marketing and that goal it's been mm -hmm. working on but also with the idea of move abroad to live that experience again to learn from new cultures i have different cultures in our course and it was amazing like yeah, yeah i think that's one thing mm -hmm. um kingston for the ones that doesn't know is the city with most restaurants per capita in canada and we have different restaurants here that we can try and now that i have the time now that i've been having like the opportunity to try i really found that you can find really good ones mm -hmm. here and even that it's a medium city you have many options to oh, try yeah. 
And there are, in summer, again, there are so many food festivals that you can enjoy here too that are amazing. I think like uh, Rib Fest, Putin Fest, and Beer Mio, fest. Gelato. Mio Gelato. Mio Gelato. Beer okay. Fest Beer is fest. another one. There are many things that you can enjoy mm -hmm. here in the city. Any favorite restaurant you have in Kingston right now? I think right now I love Sophie noodles and I tried Miss Bao some days ago and I love it so much. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. It's they are the top for me in my mind right now. Cafe Amadeus, maybe. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Amadeus is so good yeah. too. There are there are many. There are many that you really mm -hmm. can come and try and they are affordable. Like yeah. you can think that they can be too expensive and no, they have really good prices. And the food is amazing. You need to try when you go come here. Of course. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. Speaking more about Canada, so you came, you had a plan. You always say that you have a plan in your mind. So how uh, was it your first year of studying here in Canada? Uh, and how do you find it different from your bachelor's in Colombia? Okay, so when I came to Canada, my main goal was have a new career, like work in what I studied before. Mm -hmm because I didn't have that opportunity back in my country. So when I came here one year ago, I my expectations were that. Like the main goal that I have was that I had the opportunity to work in something that I will passionate about. The huge difference that I can say is that I did a bachelor that was five years. Wow. So it's very different of what I did right now. There was a certificate mm -hmm. that was completely focused on practice. We learned a lot. But it was not just a theoretical class that they will teach you like thousands of things. Mm -hmm. They were a lot of projects that you will work with real clients. With and I think that helps us a lot. Also. Yeah. Okay. And that helps a lot to the experience yeah, because you have different people to work with mm -hmm. that that can happen in a work environment. And I think that also helps that you are working and doing projects with people that don't think like you, that maybe have different opinions or different ways to see or say the things that they think that, it, that are correct. And I think that's one of the hugest challenges that you have when you move mm -hmm. and when you come to Canada, because Canada is one of the most multicultural countries in the world, because we have so many cultures here. And that also helps a lot to develop and grow my personal thoughts of what is people work with different minds and respect after all mm -hmm. what that everyone can think different to you and that everyone has different opinions and different cultures behind mm. them that's a very very wonderful statement of wisdom i couldn't have formulated it better of how to express like the enrichment that you experience by embracing the Canadian education system, uh, which we are proud graduate of with distinction, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, amazing. And that shows the dedication which you put uh, into yourself, also self-reflecting. And most importantly, I would say you mentioned respect 
I believe it's a universal language. If you have a language of respect, you can travel anywhere in the world. So, and mm -hmm. that's a wonderful statement. And what, uh, so you said you wanted to have a career change. So is that change progressing well for you so far? Yeah. So I, when I came to Canada, I was working still for the company that I worked for seven years. Mm -hmm. And in November, I had a huge opportunity to work with a wholesale leggings store here in Canada that for me was a life change because mm -hmm. without experience, I have the opportunity to have Canadian one. And for me, from that moment to now, it's been an amazing and a completely new experience. So I started with that company in November. Later, I did my uh, internship that really helps me a lot too. And now I'm working in a marketing agency here in Canada that I think nothing of that will be possible without this program. Mm -hmm. Because one year ago, like, yeah, if I put myself in March 2022, I wouldn't be a capable to do what I'm doing right now. So thanks to the program and all the knowledge, like also to the idea that I had from the beginning that was like, give my best to learn. Like, I really can say proudly that I take advantage of the program because you can study, but maybe you don't mm -hmm. care. But I can probably say that I take advantage of what I was learning. Mm -hmm. I did my best to learn, to practice, to try to be better every day. And I think that thank you to that, I have the opportunities to work right now for Canadian companies. Uh, that's a, I'm always impressed. You're probably the student, uh, my friend, my classmate, which I'm most impressed of. Definitely. Anyone, uh, probably since in Canada, uh, I'm your mental strength with dealing with challengers is so good. Like, uh, every time, like, you know, like, uh, how you deal with any challenge with your you make it look easy, but I, I'm sure it can be difficult sometimes to take on. And what is, uh, like, uh, for you, you said, like, now you're working with Canadian companies. What is, for you, your secret ingredient to success? I think... If you want to share it, of course. I think right now, it's the passion that I gave to things like what I do. Mm -hmm. Because... I spent a lot of years doing something that was not my favorite thing to do. And I was doing just for money. And when I came here, I really came with that idea to change my career and have the opportunity to really wake up and work with passion. And I think that's the hugest secret that I have right now. Passion. That really, whatever you do, you try to be the best. So I think that's what is helping right now, that mm -hmm. I have passion for what I do, that I really am very disciplined with my things. I mm -hmm. have, I know that there are so many skills that I still need to develop and get better, mm -hmm. but I work on that. I don't take myself for guarantee that, oh, I have a job and I'm not going to do more. Yeah. No, you always can improve. You always can learn more. There are so many ways to improve yourself, professional, um, personally, mm -hmm. and I will say that's the biggest ones. Yeah, discipline, one key factor, passion. Uh, I do believe passion. Also, you 
I think one thing with passion comes like determination also to do great things, you know, and uh, with great things, with great powers come great responsibility. <laughs> like Uncle Ben said to Peter Parker, and with great responsibility comes great discipline. Yeah. So that, that's wonderful, you know, <laughs> I think great uh yeah because i believe i'm not someone natalie can be a testimony of that that i lack a lot of discipline <laughs> into what i do I, i'm the complete opposite um chaos but passion and determination we yeah we still achieve it in our own ways i guess yeah, yeah. i think we are a huge example of how minds can work mm -hmm. i'm a very detail-oriented person like very organized i like everything in, in a list if i can put like you will write a sentence i will do it and it works perfectly for me and it's the way that in my case and in my personal experience uh, for work studies it works mm -hmm. but you in your cause you are amazing and you still can be proud of what you do mm -hmm. because you in is that that you have that that design mind and I have that like critical mind. So we are really two examples of how two minds can get the best of it. It doesn't matter how you do it. You really need determination, discipline, and passion. And it doesn't matter how you get to the result of what you want. In the both ways, we will get it. And we got it. Like we got distinction in our program. In your case, for those that didn't know, he, did, he didn't have any experience before, and he did amazing. Like, one of our best classmates, it's him. And he didn't have any experience before, uh, before to arrive to Canada. So it's a good way to see, like, how minds work in a different culture, but arriving to Canada to do our best for what we want in our life. Thank you so much, Natalie. You're Thank welcome. you. It's, I didn't expect that. That was... Such a surprising and out of a heart statement. One regret which I have in our course is we never worked together. Actually, never. That never happened, and we like we we're, we're friends, but we never worked we together. We never worked together. I I wonder how it would have been if we were. I think we would have been a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think for sure. with your discipline, I will be disciplined. The discipline one, and you will be I like the creative. It, yeah, with a creative. Yeah. Part. but even you're a very creative person into installing those projects and making yeah. project works that's your biggest skill you make things happen in such an efficient way and i love how again you how you said you did your bachelor's in spanish and how it's so difficult because writing is something else doing presentation is something else and i can for me, I'm comfortable with English since I'm a kid, but yeah. even for you, I cannot imagine doing presentations, doing written assignments. Uh, yeah. I've seen you grow a lot, like uh, in the way, and this is where determination, again, like no matter how the way you achieve things, uh, if you're determined, you're passionate, you can really do it. Your growth yeah. has been amazing. And I think you're Thank going you. to grow more, much more and more. You're, you're the one which has the most potential among us i mean you speak so well even on the podcast i'm very amazed how eloquent you are amazing public figure this is an amazing hire <laughs> her you. like if you want uh, projects to be achieved 
Hiya, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you. With all those achievements that you have achieved so far, I think they are always, you know, you never walk alone. Uh, and behind you, I'm sure there are great minds, great people who have inspired you to become the person you are today. Are there, can you tell us a bit about those people? I think uh, for the people that know me and mm -hmm. the ones that know, I have an amazing relationship with my parents. And I think here in Canada, they are my biggest support from the beginning when I decide to move and from the hard days that you have here because yeah it's not easy to move abroad it's a very hard decision but it's also very growth for you and I think my parents right now are my biggest support and also the ones that inspire me to be better every day because they I've been seeing them being better every day of my life, working hard, mm -hmm. being disciplined. And that and love, I think it's what have me here right now. And uh, if you could say something to mama and papa, how, how do you say? Mami y papi. Mami y papi. What would you say to them? Los amo. And that I miss them with my all life. I think really like that's the hard part of come to yeah. another country. It's like, you are living your life, mm -hmm. but reality is like, in my case, when I came here, I didn't have anything that was really pushing me back apart from them. And right now, I really miss them. It's been a year that I don't see them. And it's hard sometimes, but I also think that technology helps a lot. Like, uh -huh. I video call with them every night. And like they know all my friends here because all the time that I go out, they are on the phone. Yeah. And I think it's amazing because also you miss a lot your friends. That's oh, reality. Yeah, yeah. But for me, the best part of Move Abroad is that when you move, those ones that stay are mm -hmm. the ones that should be always there. So I think moving and living in different countries also get that they re like friendships gets better so it's good i do agree with you uh i travel just like you i traveled a lot and every time i travel i don't know if you feel that feeling that your feelings that love for your parents is multiplied by 100 yeah 100 like, like if if you don't, like, I don't say traveling for, like, two weeks and three weeks. I say, like, really, like, you know, like, Living. we travel, like, we do long-term tourism, basically. Yeah. That's what we do. Six months, eight months. Now, one year, it will be the most amount of time. I'm like, and I believe, just like you, I'm very grateful. Like, uh, my parents, the love, the emotions that they put into us, you know, it's the riches which uh, you cannot buy. Uh, those emotions, those... Those values about love, it's amazing. And I, it can, it, it's usually reflected in your life as well. When you video call your mommy, papi, <laughs> every time, like, say, oh, the guy with the long hair. <laughs> I said, like, I want to go to Colombia tomorrow. Like, uh, I want to go for a month. I cannot stand Canadian winter anymore. What should I know about Colombia? What should I do? And what should I not do in Colombia? Okay, so Colombia has everything for mm. those that maybe never look for my country. Um, 
we are in South America. We have borders with Brazil, Venezuela, and Panama, and Peru. And Colombia has jungles. Colombia has amazing beaches. Colombia has desert. Colombia has mountains. So I will really ask you, like, what is your favorite thing to do to recommend you? But I will say that is you will do like the famous ones mm -hmm. that normally people do. Um, I will say visit Medellin, like go to Medellin, Cartagena, San Andres, and Santa Marta. Ooh. Those four, uh, three of them are in this, like in the sea, so it's, they are amazing. Mm -hmm. And my city that is beautiful. And what do travel? Try the food, all that you can. We really have amazing food. Yeah. Uh, be welcome. Like we are very welcome people like we love to have tourists there we are really kind with everyone but sadly and you ha i have to be honest we are not a first world country so what you shouldn't do don't trust everyone with money be careful with your phone sadly things can happen and Normally, I have a lot of people and a lot of friends that visit me in Colombia or visit alone, and they never have any problem because they follow the instructions. Like we cannot, you cannot have your phone in your hand if you are walking in Colombia, <laughs> because yeah. here in Canada we do, yeah. and that feeling is amazing. But we can, you cannot do that in Colombia. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's common sense for us. So don't do it. If you go to Colombia, don't have your phone and walking around. No, you can take pictures, yes, but don't just walk with your phone like casual. Um, what you should know, uh, you're amazing. To be honest, like the most I travel, the most I know the world, the most I'm in love with my country. I think that the people, the landscapes that you can find there, the food, it makes Colombia a real paradise. And not just because I'm from Colombia, I also got that from people that visit. And there's a lot of people that love my country because it's amazing. Like, you should go. It's an um, amazing experience. Yeah. And hopefully uh, you will visit me one day. I, I will. I will. I we, we will go together. Yeah. Yeah, to Colombia. Uh, I will go everywhere. To be gorditos. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm already gorditos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, uh, yeah, I, I would love to. My country is too far away now. <laughs> I can't go back. <laughs> so, uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, Colum South America is a continent which I think I can find a lot of common points from where I'm from. Uh, we're almost, uh, well, we have a very exciting new segment, which are rapid fire questions, which I'm going to ask you because okay. they are the most frequently ask questions by students. Okay. So, what is your dating advice, Natalie? Oh what is my your, God. What is, what is your dating advice that you can give to students at SLC? Uh, I have to be honest, I'm very complicated sometimes. Okay. So for me, personally, the best advice that I can give to any person that is trying to new new ones mm -hmm. and dating in Canada or in the world is have your priority 
Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are with. When you are a priority in your life, you can give a lot to person and receive good things. So give to yourself priority and also have good expectations. We all deserve the best. And sometimes the way that I feel it is that people just low expectations for someone and don't do it. Don't do it. I tell you from my heart, like just really have your the highest expectation that you can have with people and be a priority. And being from Colombia, should people ask you for drugs? Yes or no? So many. Yeah. And I never tried in my life. Yeah. Yeah, you never tried any drugs. Any. I'm impressed. <laughs> Even here with weed being legal, never. Never. <laughs> yeah. See, like uh, not everybody from Colombia is like related to drugs. Uh, and uh, what else? What's the best party you had in your life? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. That's a hard one. Um, I never tried drugs in my life, but I like parties. I like dance and I normally drink. Um. Oh my god, I have so many in my mind. I will say the Let's last do top one. Five. Let's do top five. Okay, so the last one when I came to Canada, my friends organized a farewell for me in a boat mm-hmm. in uh, Guatape, that is a town close to Medellin, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I was so happy because I knew that the people that was there was there for me, and that was beautiful. Uh, second one, I had a party with my friend, with I have a group of five girls and we have a party after the baptism of the boy of my friend. Yeah. And we had a blast, a blast that day. It was amazing. Um, here in Canada. Oh, I really? really love Wolf Island one. Wolf, oh yeah, the Wolf we Island one. We have a really yeah. nice... It was Canada Day. It was Canada, Canada Day. Day. Yeah. Uh, the sunset was one of the most beautiful Ooh. sunsets that I saw in my yeah. life. And we had a blast that night. That, that was, was, it, was it was Latin live music. Uh, by Los Garcia. By Los, Los Garcia and was amazing. Yeah, I will say those three. I hope they're back for the summer. Los yeah, yeah, Garcia. yeah. I think they're coming back. I think they're coming back. Los Gar- and two more. We need two more parties. Two more parties. Oh yeah. my god. Um Miami. I think a lot of students want to know about Miami. Is okay. the party really good in Miami? It's amazing. Especially when you are, yeah. you like uh, Latin music. Oh, yeah. You also have English clubs that you can go. But I, in my year, Miami, I just went to places that put uh, Latin music. It was amazing. It was really good. I actually I think one of the best was in a boat. Like boat parties in Miami is very famous. Are great. Yeah, they are amazing. And in Miami is the thing because is the sightseeing when you are in the boat in Miami is beautiful and you are getting drunk and you are enjoying and you're partying and you're dancing yeah. so that one i have two like that mm-hmm. and it was really good and i think the last one that i can say was in malta when i was 20. Uh, i had a party with my friends that really i still remember it was so good in a latin place too <laughs> <laughs> so what is your party advice like how to always have fun like natalie Okay, I have to be honest, I don't party a lot anymore, yeah. but for me, if you have the, I don't know, the opportunity to dance, to enjoy, and get drunk with your friends, like, just know your, like, the way that you shouldn't pass from alcohol, like, you should drink until mm-hmm. you feel comfortable, yeah. 
but get fun with your friends, dance with them. I think that's something that I will take here from Canada, that I love to see people enjoying Latin music here. Because even that 90% of the people that is in Latin Paris here, they don't understand the music, but they vibe with that. And I think that's the best that you can do in a party. What uh, advice would you give to like uh, students watching this podcast? Anything in their life? Um, the biggest advice that I can say is it's going to sound very cliche because mm. people say that a lot, but follow your dreams. A lot of people will tell you that you are crazy, that you shouldn't do it that the decisions that you're making are not the best. Mm -hmm. But when you have a goal in life and when you really are dreaming with something, the best you can do is just follow that. The worst that can happen when you do like a huge step in your life, when you follow something that you are really thinking for a long time, is mm -hmm. that you will stay in the place that you were before. And that's not bad. Because if you were in that state before, you were fine. So follow your dreams with all the passion that you can and enjoy the life because it's just once. That's amazing. And I think that's a very great, great way to end this beautiful podcast with you. It was amazing. I didn't see the hour go. Like we <laughs> talk so much about just wonderful how Colombia is and how you came to Canada mentally prepared and also ready to face challenges in a very positive mindset yeah as well and uh, just speaking about life i think like this was a podcast where we talk about just about life good li life stuff happening yeah. in and it happens in most in many student life more than you think if you're watching this podcast so what can we all of you wish for you natalie in the future i think Right now, I'm in the path that I was looking for for so many years. So, <laughs> um, I will say, like, continue working, continue growing professionally, mm -hmm. and having my parents here. I would love to have them yeah. here visiting me and go back to Colombia to visit, too. That's amazing. And we wish that to you. And we will surely you. see it happen very soon in your life. And we wish you the very best into what you're doing now that you are almost a grad of SLC and I'm sure the best is to come for you in professionally, personally, uh, health-wise as well and that those are the most important things and I'm pretty sure having been uh, your friend for almost a year is like I'm sure you're going to do great things never since day one I've seen Natalie is a special person Thank and you so I much. think you will achieve great. And you will not just for you, but people surrounding you as well. Thank because you. Because so you're much. a real genuine leader who thinks about others also. So, and on that, I, this is uh, what the voice podcast is about. Amazing person, amazing students, real students at SLC. And there are episodes dropping every Tuesday. I know I haven't been present so much the past few weeks, but it's back on track every Tuesday uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to watch this, it's on YouTube if you're not already watching. So follow us on Instagram. We will have more and more reels coming. And do ask us any question that you have. Like Natalie answered some of them. 
And please uh, have again an amazing week at SLC. And I know St. Patrick's will be already over, but may the luck be with you. See you soon. Tune in next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.